This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. How would you like a 15% discount to my daily email, the stack of stuff, the show notes, discounts to the conference, all of that? All you need to do is text the word show to 33777. You'll get the annual subscription with a 15% discount to my daily email. You'll get the stack of stuff, the links to the show notes, discounts to the conference, and so much more. All you have to do is text the word show, S-H-O-W, to 33777. Text show to 33777. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 3. Hello there, welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the United States. Live today in Tulsa, Jacksonville, and Dayton for the first time. Delighted to be with you there. The phone number, 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, I would love to have you with me. If you text the word SHOW to 33777, you get 15% off my daily email, uh, the show notes, all the links about all the stuff I'm talking about are in there, except today because, well, if I'm honest with you, kind of had to wing part of the show there because I was tied up in a lot of meetings this morning and didn't do the, normally I do about a minute of show prep for a minute of show. Didn't quite happen today, but that's okay because I am what you call a professional. Never mind that I'm half Swede, half Louisianian. That that can complicate things. But I do have something. We gotta. I gotta put this on your radar. In all seriousness, no flippancy. Marish Yahoo is a, a Jewish singer. He was performing in Arizona. And all of the staff at the venue walked out, refused to be present. A Jewish singer in Cambridge, Massachusetts, the other day had the exact same experience. Not only that, but pro-Hamas protesters showed up to try to stop the performance. Last night... University of California, Berkeley. Students were blocked from trying to enter to hear a Jewish speaker on campus. And those who were already present along with the speaker had to be evacuated as pro-Hamas protesters smashed windows and threw chairs trying to get in and disrupt it. It turned violent. At Harvard, uh, two more uh, pro-Jewish voices have had to abandon their participation in the Committee on Anti-Semitism because of the anti-Semitic hatred directed towards them. <clears throat> what is going on? Evil 
is creeping back into the world. It was it was always there, and it was just easy to not pay attention to it. And anti-Semitism kind of is the canary in the coal mine for other evil. Anti-Semitism uh, in Nazi Germany and pre-Nazi Germany, the Weimar Republic, it, it became a big red flag for something bad coming. And here now, there are red lights going off on all the boards. There are red flags being raised. There are warning signs everywhere. Evil is on the march. Evil is on the march. Israel has killed two civilians in Gaza for every one Hamas operative they've killed. Two civilians die, two innocent civilians die for every one Hamas agent who dies. Normally in urban warfare, it's five to one. Five innocents to one bad guy. Israel is minimizing the casualties as best they can, and yet it's being called a genocide by the people who are okay with the genocide of the Jews. The Orwellian language police twisting the words and the language and the meaning to attack Israel, but it's not just Israel. You can see, why is it that Jewish singers are being protested? Why is it that Jewish speakers are being protested? I thought it was about Israel, but it's not. It's not about Israel. It's about the Jews. It's about the Jews. Evil doesn't like the Jewish people. So I have a theory, and I apologize to those of you who don't want to hear this theory. You see, I, I so I'm reformed. Like I mean, I, I put the fun in fundamentalism, y'all. I, I am PCA, Presbyterian Church of America. I am Calvinist. I am reformed. I believe in predestination. <gasps> yes, I do. Before time itself, God had a plan. I don't get it all. I don't understand. Somebody sent me an argument against predestination the other day. It's like, dude, I believe it. I, I, I don't I don't know why God did it this way, but I think there's enough scriptural support for it. But your mileage may vary. I don't care. I love you anyway. Love me too. We're not going to argue about it. I believe the church is is God's people now, not not the Jewish people per se. But you can't really deny the fact that historically the Jews were God's original chosen people. And the things of the world hate the things of God. And the things of the world are aligned. It's why, for example, listen, you, you got to bear with me. This is There are so many reasons why I think all this, this stuff is true. And one of them is, is it not wild to see queers for Palestine? They want to show up in, in, in Palestinian territory. They're going to be shoved off a roof. But the things of the world will ally with the things of the world against the things of God. They hate the Jews. They're the original people of God. So, of course, they got to be hated. And there are all these conspiracy theories about the Jews being in charge. You know, I've mentioned this before, but do you know why Jews are really good at banking and finance? It's a stereotype they might as well embrace. Do you, do you, but do you, do you know why Jews are good at, at banking and finance, why there are so many Jewish bankers, so many Jews in finance? Because lending money is sinful 
back in the Middle Ages, Christians didn't want to be in charge of the lending of the money and the charging of interest because they thought it was a dirty, despicable, sinful business. So they forced the Jews to do it to spite the Jews. Some of the original anti-Semitism pouring out of the Middle Ages. Do you know why Jews are great at, at comedy and entertainment? Because those were considered sinful, disrespectful industries or businesses that the Christians didn't want to do. So they made the Jews be the court jesters. They made the Jews do the plays. They made the Jews handle all that because that was distasteful, like, like near quasi-prostitution to do. So they weren't going to do it. They made the Jews do it. Guess what they got really good at doing? Running banks and creating entertaining content. The anti-Semitism of the Middle Ages poured into the creation of these industries, and then because they got good at these industries, guess what? Uh, Hitler attacked them all. Ah, look at them. They're, they're the Jews controlling the banks. Well, yes, you're damn right they are because you put them in charge because y'all didn't want to do it, and they got really good at it. And now they use these tropes to smear them, the very things they were forced against their will to do, they got good at doing. Now they've made money off of it, and, and uh, now the anti-Semites come after them for doing the things the anti-Semites, originally anti-Semites, made them do. And again, you will note in all of these conversations, in all of the yelling and all of the angst, none of these people are calling for Hamas to release the hostages. Hamas has yet again rejected a ceasefire. Hamas has rejected a ceasefire. Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, the squad, they held a press conference yesterday on Capitol Hill. I feel uh, betrayed. I feel haunted. I feel shame. Palestinian lives matter. Well, then, you should be telling Hamas, release the hostages. Cori Bush, one of the other progressives. The majority of voters in this country want a ceasefire, including 77% of Democrats. And the majority of the world wants a ceasefire. People in this country do not want to be complicit in the atrocities that are happening in Gaza. We don't want that. Not on our watch. And we've said it over and over again. Not on our watch and not on our dime. How many Palestinian deaths must our country be complicit in killing before the violence ends? I have the answer. I have the answer. As many as it takes to get the rest of the Israeli hostages home. How about that for an answer, Cory Bush? There are still Israeli babies being held by the Palestinians, you release them, all the killing stops. Notice, notice how this isn't actually about stopping. That they're, What they're upset about is Israel's decided to defend itself. Now, here's your wild and crazy thing. When you listen to the American media, the American media routinely blasts Israel. They hate Benjamin Netanyahu. They want Netanyahu gone. What the American media so wrapped up in progressive activism doesn't understand is that the Israelis are really a divided people politically, just like us. Remember, they've had like two billion elections in the last year. They just keep having elections and they can't come to consensus. 
Netanyahu now is leading a wartime coalition of the left and the right. They are unified in their resolve to exterminate Hamas. So all of this stuff about, oh, Netanyahu, he's he's going to be out of power. He's he's, going to go. they got to get him out of here to get peace. The Israelis do not want peace. They want justice. The Israelis do not want peace. They want their hostages back. They want their people back. They want to destroy Hamas. I don't know if you all saw this video the other day. One of the leaders of Hamas, one, why is he still alive? But two, says, we could not have foreseen what Israel would do. Really? There was a ceasefire. This is what the, these nasty anti-Semitic commies don't want to tell you is there was a ceasefire in place on October 7th. There was a ceasefire in place on October 7th. It was Hamas that violated the ceasefire. Hamas did that. And every death since then has been blood on Hamas's hands, not the Jews' hands, not the Israelis' hands, not Joe Biden's hands, not the Republicans' hands, not the Democrats' hands. Hamas did this. Evil refuses to recognize evil. Evil will not speak truthfully. Remember the devil, his first appearance in Genesis 3, twists truth. What did God really say? Oh, you don't can't really believe that. Here's what's actually going to happen. If you eat that fruit, here's what's going to happen. Evil's always twisted the truth. And you see evil on display with the squad in their press conference. You see evil on on display with the chasing of of Jewish performers out of concert venues. You see evil on display with the teens and the 20 and the 30-somethings marching in the streets in the name of the Palestinians chanting death to the Jews. You see evil on display when they try to shut down Jewish speakers on college campuses. You see evil on display in the form of anti-Semitism because the things of the world hate the things of God. You're seeing evil on display. You're seeing it here in this country, Americans. You saw one of them mentally deranged and fully imbibing on evil set himself on fire. His introduction into the flames of hell was setting himself on fire. Brought him up to temperature for the devil. And what was the response to that? Cheering him on, the left cheering on Hamas Flambe, encouraging others to be as brave as that guy. Evil is on the march, and you should call it for what it is, and its name right now is anti-Semitism, and historically, it never stops there. You should, you must stand up and call it out. The good guys are the Israelis. The bad guys are Hamas. And if you're calling for a ceasefire and not telling Hamas to surrender, you are on the side of the evil side. Just know where you stand. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... 
Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You know, I, I always think it's it's funny. Progressives, they, they got to embrace racism to defeat racism, apparently. In London, of all places, London. Okay, side note, complete tangent. I always like to say London, because when I was a kid, my favorite cartoon growing up in Dubai was Danger Mouse. And Danger Mouse lived in the bottom of a phone booth in London. And they would announce it all the time as the show came on and pan across the city. London! I, man, I loved that cartoon. And now I think you can get it on Netflix. In any event, Danger Mouse fans, in London, London, they've decided to have a black-only viewing of a play all-black identifying audience for two upcoming showings of a play. In other circles, it would be illegal and racially discriminatory, says a Tory member of parliament. I don't understand it, but the playwright Jeremy O'Harris told BBC Sounds, BBC, that he was so excited to open up ticket sales only to people who identify as black. On July 17th and September 17th, it is a necessity to radically invite them in with initiatives that says you're invited, specifically you. It's called a blackout. It began after a play called The Slave Play, and its purpose is to provide an environment where an all-black identifying audience can experience and discuss an event in the performing arts free from the white gaze. What exactly is the white gaze? I have no idea, but you know what would be hilarious? If a bunch of white kids showed up and identified as black. <laughs> Rachel Dozal canceled her OnlyFans again. Did y'all hear about Rachel Dozal and then the OnlyFans? Oh, good Lord. You're, thank your lucky stars you didn't. But yes, how much white kids show up identified as black and sue when they're not allowed in? Because <laughs> in London, they could get away with that stuff more likely than not. Oh, my goodness. People have lost their – the white gaze indeed. What exactly is the white gaze? Something you dip pound cake in, I guess. All right. I got to tell you about Stamps.com. You, my friends, can save big on Stamps.com. Stamps.com can save you up to 89% off shipping costs with UPS and the post office and get you out of standing in line. I've been using them for 20 years on and off. There's no long-term commitment. You can cancel at any time. You, then you can go back to them later if you need to. All you do is go to stamps.com, click the microphone, put in my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K, Eric, at stamps.com, click the microphone. You'll get free limited-time offer, free postage, free digital scale, no contract to sign, no long-term commitment, cancel at any time. But then you get up to 89% off post office UPS rates. Y'all can even get your shipping supplies, boxes, bubble wrap, you name it, from stamps.com. You just need a mobile device or computer tied to a printer. You print your label, stamp your package, arrange pickup at your home or office. It saves you time. It gets you out of line, saves you money. Stamps.com. Click the microphone. Put in my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Get shipping. Get saving today with stamps.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder.
Hello, America. How are you? The phone number is 877-973-7425. Delighted to have you with me. As always, if you text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777, you can get all the links. If you're in Dayton, Ohio, Tulsa, Oklahoma, or Jacksonville, Florida, I just want you to know I'm live with you now, and you'll hear me on delay later today. And when you hear that and you're looking and it's evening time, think, oh, I can listen to him live midday now. Okay. I got to talk about environmentalism. Uh, in large part because the left's idea of fixing the environment is to make all of our lives miserable. They really are generally miserable people, aren't they? Yes. Yes, they are. In Sacramento, California, the Sacramento City Council has voted to approve a sweeping framework to deal with climate change and housing. Their newly approved general plan is going to limit new gas stations and new drive-throughs. It'll end parking mandates for new development and grant virtually unlimited density to housing construction projects in single-family zones. That's actually not necessarily a bad thing. It'll allow property owners to build on larger portions of existing lots require virtually all new housing to be built within existing developed areas and encourage new construction to be powered by electricity instead of fossil fuels. Wait, 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 wait a second. To be powered by electricity instead of fossil gas. Okay, um, where is all that electricity going to come from? They don't have enough wind and solar in California to meet demand. They don't, they're shutting down their nuclear power plants. You know, it, it is remarkable how there's this growing... Uh, belief in climate change, that it's a real thing. I Look, I got enough friends of mine who were skeptics who studied it who says, okay, there's something to it, but we don't need to give up our lifestyle. We just need to adapt to it. I'm, I'm kind of there. Like, let's just say the world is warming. We're not going to solve it by giving up our way of life. That's going to make everybody miserable. So just build more nuclear power plants. Trust the free market. You know, the, the the overlap between people who believe we're all going to die because of global warming and the people who hate the free market, it's like a single circle in the Venn diagram. Capitalism, free markets, have elevated more people out of poverty than any other ideology ever. It's also solved incredible problems capitalism has. The free market has solved incredible problems. The free market is keeping astronauts in a space station and delivering supplies to them. It's the free market doing that. The battle between Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and Boeing and, and it, the free market is a wonderful thing. Arm's length transactions are good. You do what's in your own interest. I do what's in my own interest. And in an arm's length transactions, we arrive at a compromise that's good for both of us. You're buying, I'm selling. We agree to a price. The government doesn't have to intervene. Elizabeth Warren wants to the government to ban surge pricing in fast food restaurants. Now, I personally think it's a kind of a dumb idea, but I understand why Wendy's has decided to do surge pricing. If y'all haven't heard this, Wendy's has decided it's gonna it's gonna set a base price for its food. And when demand is very high for a particular Wendy's, it's gonna surge prices up to 15%. 
so your $2 burger can go up 15%. No, I cannot do the math in my head. I went to law school. But whatever a 15% increase from $2 is, we, we can figure that out. If it's a dollar, I can do that one. Going to go up $1.15, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I think that's right. Nonetheless, Elizabeth Warren wants the government to step in and ban it. I don't know if y'all know. There's this thing. It's this old school tradition in large parts of the world. It's called happy hour. Happy hour. And during happy hour, you get a certain number of drinks at a certain price. And when happy hour is over, guess what happens? The price goes up. Surge pricing. There's also this thing, the dollar menu at some fast food restaurants. You get some discounts. Other times you don't. Sometimes it goes away. There's this thing, this glorious, glorious thing. It happens about twice a year, sometimes only once a year. It's as rare as the leap day. Okay, maybe not as rare as leap day, but it's rare. When pork prices go down, the McRib shows up. The McRib, the glorious, boneless slab of pressed pork barbecue with barbecue sauce, onions, and pickles on that bun from McDonald's, it shows up. When pork prices go down, when pork prices start going up, the McRib disappears. Gone like Santa Claus until sometime next year. Gone like the leap day. The price fluctuates. A Congress that can investigate the surge pricing of fast food restaurants is a Congress with too much time on its hands. But I digress. Let's get back to climate change. With climate change, they're not interested in having the free market work its magic. Look at Tesla. I'm not a big Elon Musk fan. I'm an Elon Musk skeptic. But I can't deny, for electric cars, Teslas are the best. And the free market, he's taking government subsidy for sure. But he's competing in a world that is aligned for the big three automakers. Do you know, in a lot of states, including my state in Georgia, you're not allowed to sell cars directly. It's an impediment to the free market. It drives up the cost to consumers. You're not allowed to sell directly to consumers. You've got to have a third-party salesman who has a dealer franchise. So Tesla is limited to the number of cars it can sell in the state of Georgia directly to consumers, and Tesla doesn't have car dealerships. There are limits. It's an impediment to the free market, but Tesla still made it work. And the free market would work to solve climate change as well. Look at Apple. I'm an Apple fan. Look, y'all, I'm in the cult. I accept it. I Literally, I'm sitting right here. I have my Apple Watch on. I'm staring at my MacBook Pro right next to me for call screening. I got my iPad Pro right next to it. I got my iPhone 15 Pro. I like the Pros. I got the Ultra Watch. At home, I even have the Vision Pro now. I, 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 I thought about sending it back, but once you've seen the 3D movie on the as big as you can get it screen, it it's kind of become, I'm not going to be one of those people wearing it on, in public, but... It's pretty cool. Apple is completely net zero in its emissions. Apple recycles. It does all the stuff. It's got its fine woven 
crap. It, it, they decided to get rid of leather products. And actually, that was one of the stupid parts of the environmentalist cult. They decided to get rid of leather products for this fine woven fabric, and it's crap. They need to go back to leather. They're not going to get rid of the slaughter of cows. They might as well use the leather, get some benefit out of it instead of the leather going to, to dumps. But the free market solves these problems, and the left hates it. So the left in Sacramento has decided we're going we're gonna to restrict the number of gas stations. We're going to restrict the number of drive throughs And the New York Attorney General has decided to sue the world's largest beef producer because cows fart. No, no, no. I'm not making that up. She's suing JBS USA, the world's largest producer of beef, over its emissions and for quote-unquote greenwashing by allegedly misleading the public about its environmental impact. In the announcement, James notes the beef production has the largest greenhouse gas footprint of any major food commodity that animal agriculture accounts for 14.5% of global greenhouse gas emissions. According to her, JBS USA's various net zero pledges for 2030 and 2040 are therefore misleading and not feasible given the scope of its worldwide beef production. So because they're making a claim saying they're going to be at net zero by 2030 or 2040, she's decided to sue them. She's really having a moment, isn't she? My goodness gracious. Suing everybody, driving up the costs. They should just stop doing business in New York. She's she's clearly like she's found her. She likes the spotlight, and she wants to be aggressive in using her office. Some courts are going to have to rein her in. Congress could rein her in. But to sue a beef company because cows fart. And let's be honest here. And by the way, my apologies. <laughs> my apologies. To the parents who have kids in the car right now who are hearing the radio show host say fart. Poot. The cows poot. How about that one? We're dealing with pootin' tootin' cows. And she's upset about their emissions. The left is so you know their solution, of course, is the impossible meat, the beyond meat, which is highly synthetic, highly processed, and the carbon footprint for production is not good. And it's also not sustainable. You can't produce enough of it. The left is at war with reality. It's all Orwellian. It's, it's all part of or- Orwell. The Orwellian movement to redefine language, to redefine terms, to use people's preferred pronouns, to to claim what is is not and what is not is. It's all these people are driving up your costs to live. They're driving up your costs to produce. They're driving up your costs of energy. They're driving up costs. In fact, uh, someone came out, uh, where is this? I got sent this by a friend of mine. Instead of a Barbie dream house, it's the Biden dream house. And they use the Barbie font. Uh, Alliance for Consumers, you thought Biden's dream house was expensive? Wait until you see Biden's dream garage. Your electric vehicle is going to increase $12,800 to your costs. Your EV outlets for it are going to be up to $2,500. Your EV tires up to $1,200 more. Insulation that they want in your home up to $8,000 more in cost. Your electric bill goes up $720 a year and your insurance goes up $1,300 a year. In your home, Biden and Jennifer Granholm want you to replace your gas furnace. The new ones cost $494 more expensive. Your water heaters, up to $2,800 more expensive than your current ones. Your dishwashers, $225 more expensive than your current one. Your gas stove, between $800 and $3,200 more expensive than your last one. 
Your ceiling fans under Jennifer Granholm's regulations, $25 more expensive than your current fan. Air conditioners up to $1,100 more expensive. Washers, $200 more expensive. And light bulbs, more than $140 in increased cost for light bulbs in this country because of the green agenda. They're forcing you to change. They're forcing you oftentimes into subsidized products that your taxpayer dollars are covering the costs of, so you're paying at both ends. And they're doing it because they've decided it's better to save the planet than to save you. There's a kind of sad story out of Japan today about the decline of that country. The government in Japan is warning Japanese families that they're going to lose their country within the next two decades because for every one child born in Japan, two people die. For every one death or for every one born, two people die. The birth rate has gotten so slow in Japan now that by 2040, the Japanese government is saying that it's going to be the end of Japanese society as we know it. That's not a long time away. And families are discouraged because of the high costs. To have kids, it gets expensive. In this country, I know people who are worried about having kids because of the cost. Now, I tell them, go do it because God provides. He does. I've seen it in my own life. But this administration here in this country continues to drive up your costs. They continue to make burdensome decisions for you. And they continue to force you into burdensome decisions because they're more interested in saving the planet than saving the population. In fact, they think getting rid of the population is actually a good thing. Progressivism, ultimately, at the end of the day, is part of Moloch's death cult. That's what we're dealing with. You learn these things when you take classes at Hillsdale College. Well, maybe not necessarily that it's a death cult fronted by Moloch, but still, there at Hillsdale College right now, you can sign up for a class from Victor Davis Hanson on the decline of American citizenship and why it's a troubling trend and we're seeing this and why people disrespect citizenship and why citizenship is so meaningful. And it's Victor Davis Hanson teaching it to you. You go to Eric, E-R-I-C-K, ericforhillsdale.com today, and you can sign up for a free online class with Hillsdale College taught by Victor Davis Hanson. Y'all, he's an incredible lecturer, and you learn so much from him about the meaning and the power and the blessing of American liberty and citizenship. It's ericforhillsdale.com. You should develop a relationship with Hillsdale College anyway. They are the stewards of constitutionalism in this country. I know so many brilliant graduates from Hillsdale College and my friend Fraz. <laughs> He'll get the joke. He's probably listening. Eric for Hillsdale.com. Hillsdale College really is great, and Victor Davis Hansen is phenomenal. Eric for Hillsdale.com. Go sign up with him today. Take this class from, from Hillsdale College with Victor Davis Hansen. Learn about American constitutionalism, exceptionalism, and citizenship. Hello, it is Eric Erickson here. Across the country, there is the wild split-screen moment happening today. Uh, Donald Trump, he is in Texas, headed to the border. Nice weather, beautiful day, but a very dangerous border. We're going to take care of it. Thank you. That's him arriving in Texas, and now Alejandro Mayorkas. He's on Air Force One with Joe Biden, headed to a different section of the border. They, the White House, are going to the section of the border where they're not having border crossings. Trump is going to the section of the border where they're having border crossings. This is Alejandro Mayorkas on Air Force One. 
executive actions that the president can take to reduce the number, the large number of migrants that uh, are coming to the U.S.-Mexico border that we saw in 2023 and continue this year? The fact of the matter is that the in only enduring solution is legislation. Congress needs to act. We have a bipartisan piece of legislation that three senators worked on intensely for a number of months. I was very privileged to be at the table to provide technical and operational expertise. The administration was represented at the table. We need Congress to act. This is their spin now. That See, they're trying to turn the tables on the Republicans because the Republicans rejected the bipartisan deal and say, well, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. Um, except they're the ones who have said the whole time it wasn't a crisis until suddenly they think they can bait the Republicans into passing this legislation. They're the ones who let it happen. And by the way, I've read you guys the law. The The law is very clear. The president can at any time order the border to be shut down if he thinks uh, Border Patrol agents are being overwhelmed. It's a clear federal law he could use. Donald Trump used the law. It's just, it's remarkable. It's also not going to help him. Because again, so the president's going to, what is it, Brownsville, Texas today? They're not being overwhelmed there. Uh, Donald Trump is actually going to where the border is being overwhelmed near McAllen, Texas. And he wants to highlight the illegals coming across the border. He's giving attention to it. And there's this weird split screen now where you're going to have Joe Biden claiming that this is all Donald Trump's fault. This is Donald Trump's fault. He he could do this. And Donald Trump is going to say, when I was president, we weren't having this problem. When Joe Biden is president, we are. I spent some time in the second hour talking to you about the polling. And you know what the 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 polling actually shows out there now? The polling shows that more and more Americans believe their lives were better under Donald Trump. More and more independents and Republicans believe their lives were better. Now, obviously the Democrats say under Joe Biden, but it's like 63% say better under Trump and 30-some-odd percent say better under Biden, that's not a good number. None of the numbers are turning up good for Biden. The, he's lost the trust of the American people. They're not going to believe him when he goes to the border. It's going to be like Afghanistan all over again. All right, those of you in Tulsa, Dayton, Jacksonville, glad to be with you live. I am from here on out. You all can tune in every day live. The rest of you as well, it's great talking to you here. I will be back tomorrow. As always, text ERIC to 33777 to find out more about the show.